everyone. We are happy to be with you today on this lovely Monday uh, for our five-minute sermon for today. Cannot wait. Hey, man, I'm rejuvenated from the weekend. Had a good good weekend, a very busy but positive weekend. And uh, hey, Don Hegg, how are you doing, my friend? And Sheila Kelly and Sister Haney. Hey, man, our great missionary, Sister Haney. And uh, we're excited to be here. Sister Haney, we had a lovely time with you and your kiddos this weekend and our grandkids. And we're just happy and excited to have officiated at David's wedding. And I know that they're so happy and in love and we're thankful to be a part of it. I know you have relief and, uh, in your life because you want your boys to be happy. Uh, John Bumgardner, good to see you, my friend. Sheila, good morning. Praise the Lord. We are going to let a few people jump on board here this morning. There's uh, my good friend Jim Millsap that we miss. We miss this Friday very much. Uh, but anyway, Bro Millsap's going to come back with a red hot one pretty quick. Amen. And we love Bro Mill. I know everybody misses you, Bro Mill. Charlene Gentry, good to see you. Good morning, my buddy, all the way up in Michigan. It's cold here, Charlene. We're 28 degrees. <laughs> I know that's not too bad uh, where you come from, but anyway, in Texas, that's pretty low temperature. Christy Price, Laro, good to see you. Amen. We're going to be preaching here in just a moment. We got about, oh, a few seconds, and we'll we'll let two or three more get online. Robert Womack, I'm looking for John Johnson. I don't know where he's at. Amen. Uh, good morning, Christy. We're old John. Better jump on board pretty quick, man. He's I don't know how all you are beating him to it today. Janine, Kathy, good to see you, my lovely wife. One room over away from me. <laughs> anyway, we've got a good message today that we're we're excited to preach about. And uh, Evelyn Little, good morning. Uh, I'll kick off here in just a few, about thirty seconds. We'll get started. Good morning, Evelyn. Um, anyway, we had a good time this weekend. We got to go out to Daryl's cabin and visit with John Johnson on our way in from Lufkin. Stopped by Groveton and got to see John and his cabin and meet Paul McCrary, uh, Stanley Smith. Good morning. We're, we'll, we'll go ahead and get started here. And, um, but I am so excited to share the word of the Lord with you week in and week out and to pray with you at night. And I just want to commend all of you for your faithfulness and uh, how y'all just seem to never get tired of it. And that's what I like and that's what I want is to have something fresh every day for all of us to grow in God. And uh, believe me, with all of my spiritual intent, uh, it's to receive something from the Lord, not just an opinion of mine or whatever, but every day I trust and believe God that it's straight from Him and it will bless us all. Amen. But uh, we want to go ahead and get started in Second Kings, for my note takers, Sister Haney in particular, Second uh, Kings, the 22nd chapter, verse 8 through 13. And Hilkiah, the high priest, said unto Shaphan, the scribe, I have found the book of the law in the house of the Lord. Man, I mean, I just felt a shot of the Holy Ghost right there. He said, I have found the book of the law, amen, in the house of the Lord. And Hilkiah gave the book, amen, he gave the book to Shaphan the scribe 
to read it. And Shaphan the scribe came to the king and brought the king word again and said, Thy servants have gathered thy servants have gathered the money that was found in the house and have delivered it into the hand of them that are to do the work, fix up the house of God. They have the oversight of the house of the Lord. And Shaphan the scribe showed the king, saying, Hilkiah the priest, deliver to me a book. Didn't even know what it was. I mean, these are the preachers, amen. And they didn't even know what this was. The scribes and the high priest, basically they were the pastors of the church. And they said he found a book, amen. And, uh, and so they found the book. And uh, if I can find where I was now... Uh, and Shaphan read read it before the king, and it came to pass when the king heard the words, when Josiah heard the words of the book of the law, Moses' his Torah, Moses' his law, that he tore his clothes, he rent his clothes, and the king commanded Hilkiah the priest and Ahiakim the son of Shaphan the scribe, and Akbor the son of Micaiah, and Shaphan the scribe, and Asaiah a servant of the king, saying, Go ye, inquire of the Lord for me and for the people and for all of Judah concerning the words in this book that is found. For great is the wrath of the Lord that is kindled against us because our fathers have not hearkened unto the words of this book to do according unto all that has written concerning us. Amen. How many believe that the Bible was written concerning us? Every one of us. It wasn't written to, for for just a crowd of 2,000 years ago. It was not written for uh, just uh, the people uh, 3,000 years ago or even 4,000 years ago when, uh, when Torah came out, uh, when the law came out at Mount Sinai. It was not written just for them, but it was written for us today, the Bible was. There's nothing like finding out a diagnosis and then a solution to the problem that is presented. If you are sick... For a long time, and nobody is able to find out what is wrong with you. Believe it or not, folks, and I know that you that have suffered sickness, and and uh, you can't find out what it is. The doctor doesn't know. Well, that's a frightening place to be. And actually, even when the news is bad, you feel a relief in knowing that somebody has finally figured out what's wrong with you. So a course of action can be taken place, even when people are are, uh, are terminal. Just to find out what was wrong with them is a relief after not knowing month after month why that pain is there and why you're suffering. Just to find out what's wrong with you is a relief. And when you are curable, uh, the relief in you is that somebody is finally, they know that they can give me chemo or they can give me radiation or they can give me a course of antibiotics and they can at least give me painkillers because they know now what is wrong with me. Then steps can be taken for cure or relief. The Word of God is the ultimate MRI, ultrasound, x-ray for the maladies of our soul and our spirit. A ray of hope comes to you for dilemmas that have heretofore been undefined and undiagnosed. Hilkiah the high priest discovered the book of the law of Moses on a dusty shelf and he gave it to Shaphan the scribe who then read it to the king. When he heard the words of the law and realized that that Judah was breaking all those laws, the king tore his clothes and repented for the people of Israel. He repented. Not everyone had the same positive response for the book of the law 
and so God promised, in other words, when, when they read the book and Josiah the king said, look, this is what we're supposed to be doing. And we have not been doing it as a nation. And so judgment and punishment is coming upon us. Well, not everybody accepted it. They could care less. But Josiah the king cared. And so when God saw the others reject him, he said to Josiah, because you listened and hearkened and believed what my book of the law said, I'm going to let you go to your grave in peace. Amen. Every one of us today, as we hear the word of God and we receive the word of God into our life, we can accept it. We can decide that we're going to follow it. And then when we do that, God is going to bless us, bless our families, bless everything that we're involved in. Amen. Because God, that's what God desires. He desires uh, obedience rather than sacrifice. He don't want you to decide to sin and then say, well, I can go to God and ask me, ask him to forgive me. He would rather us not sin and not have to go through that process. He would rather us repent Amen. And say, I'm sorry, forgive me. Then he would, then he would for us to say, well, I'm going to sin and then I'll go to God and everything will be okay. Yes, it will. But, uh, it desensitizes your heart. It, it, uh, every time we do that, we need to draw closer to God, not further away from God. Amen. Folks, this is what our five minute sermon and prayer time, uh, at night is about and in our morning sermons. They are to diagnose us and bring conviction that will cause us to seek a solution for our diseased souls. Whatever our malady is, my desire is for all of us to grow and, uh, and, and walk correctly before the Lord and draw closer to the Lord and connect to the Lord uh, as we learn of God. Amen. That's what the Word of God is for. That's what prayer is for, is to correct us and draw us closer to God. And that's exactly what we're supposed to do. The king chose to better himself, and God blessed him for doing so. I would love for you and I to look back a few months from now and say, you know what? I've gotten closer to God. You know what? I'm not doing the things that I used to do before. I, it seems like I'm drawing closer to God, and these habits, these bad things that I was doing have begun to fall off of me. Sometimes it's a slow process. We're not telling you that it's going to be quick, a quick fix. When God delivered me from smoking in 1980, it was a true deliverance. I have not smoked since 1980. Four packs of cigarettes a day I smoked. But because I was drawing closer to God, uh, that thing was killing me. It was something that was killing my physical body. Four packs of cigarettes a day at 18 years old. That will kill you. I would be dead by now. But God delivered me and set me free. But it doesn't always come through a quick deliverance. Sometimes you just have to say, God, help me. And I'm going to try to fight through this thing. And I'm going to try to get victory over it. But don't be discouraged, folks, if you're not instantly delivered from the things that, that uh, are, have taken a hold of you. Amen. Don't be discouraged and walk away from God and say, it's not working. This Christianity stuff is not working. Give God time. Listen, every one of us have our own problems that we have not perfected. And if you are without sin, then you cast the first stone. All right? If somebody makes a mistake and you want to throw rocks at them, why don't you figure out that uh, maybe you got problems in your life too. And, and uh, if you throw a rock then we all deserve rocks being thrown back at us because we all make mistakes. We all have problems. We don't do everything perfectly. But those of us that are, those of you uh, that are perfect, amen, then 
that's something that we'll never attain. It re- we really won't. We think we might be there, but we're not there. And so we're growing in God. We're developing in God. By hearing the word of God, our faith increases. By praying, we get closer to God and closer to people. Our relationships improve. Amen. It's already happening in so many of your lives. I get testimony after testimony every day about how you are being affected by these sermons and by prayer at night. You are my mission in life. You five minutes, uh, five minuters and prayer ambassadors are my commission from God. You are part of his plan. I didn't start doing this because I didn't have anything else to do. Folks, I'm very busy. I work to make a living and I am very busy. I work hard to do that and I preach full time. Amen. I'm doing this because God commissioned me to do it. And not only that, you ran across this and you found this because God commissioned you to watch this, and you're busy. You have busy lives, but five days a week and five nights a week, most of you come on and join the five-minute sermons. Why? Because God has drawn you to this and because you want to grow in God. Amen. And uh, so that's what this is all about today. John Johnson, I'm going to talk about you right now. Uh, Yesterday, uh, we stopped by the lovely, beautiful getaway called Daryl's Cabin in Groveton, Texas. I'm not going to tell you the exact address because John would kill me. <laughs> Amen. But we stopped by Groveton, Texas and, and visited with John at, at Daryl's cabin. Amen. And, uh, and John, you made a statement to me that encouraged me. Love you, Daryl Scarper. Uh, Scarpa. Amen. I can't even say my own kinfolk's last name. Daryl, love you, man. And, uh, and I appreciate you joining our broadcast today. Uh, that's my blood cousin, amen, and uh, the Scarpas from the Czech side of the family, amen. But anyway, John, you made a statement that thrilled me. You said that when the weekends came, you were totally, you just didn't like it. You were aggravated because you would wake up in the morning and realize there was no five-minute sermon on Saturday or Sunday and no prayer time on Saturday or Sunday, and it discouraged you, amen, that, that it was the weekend. Man, that thrills my soul that you look so forward to it that the weekends are kind of, you know, a challenge because we don't have our five-minute sermon and our intercessors unlimited. And I told you, I said, man, I need the break on the weekends. I mean, uh, it rejuvenates me to get ready for Monday mornings. And, and But, John, I appreciate that, and I think that you might be speaking for a few other people. Amen. The word, These words that you spoke, John, define why I am doing this. I want to close out with this today and tell you that this morning at three something in the morning, I woke up before the alarm, got ready to go to, uh, uh, get ready to go to Starbucks to do my Bible reading and get my five minute sermon together. And I had a text or a message, Facebook message from Deanna Kirkland. John, I believe you're the one that turned Deanna Kirkland on to our five-minute sermons in our prayer wall because her 22-year-old daughter was murdered. Murdered. Her 22-year-old daughter recently was murdered. And Deanna wrote me this morning on Facebook Messenger, and she mentioned that John... John has helped me find your broadcast, and John tells me you are praying for me. And Deanna said, I need it so bad today. We're suffering. She said, Deanna's husband is suffering, or, or uh, the, the daughter that, that was murdered, her husband is suffering. And the little child that Deanna's, Deanna's little child, uh, her daughter's little child, now has lost her mother to murder. 
and and uh, this little baby has been sick ever since. Amen. She's struggling with health issues. The baby, because her mother is gone, and the husband is reeling. The husband of Deanna's daughter, her son-in-law, is reeling, and Deanna is reeling, and the family is suffering. And John, because you and others, Conley alumnus, told Deanna about us, and we began to pray for her. She knew she could come to me on Facebook Messenger and say, I really need your prayers. Amen. I'm telling you, folks, we don't know what this five-minute sermon and these Intercessors Unlimited times of prayer at night have done to people. Stanley, you say it every day, how God has drawn you closer. Amen. How God has, has drawn you closer to the Lord, Stanley, and you, you're getting to know God, and, and Fran is excited about it. Folks, it's worth it all. It's worth it all to do this and to minister to you. Amen. That's what we want to do is to minister to people on these broadcasts, and we just ask God to touch you today. Let's pray right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray for Deanna. We pray for this little baby, her grandchild, and for Deanna's son-in-law. And We pray for the entire family that you would give them peace and comfort, Lord God. I can't imagine, nor do I ever want to imagine, what it would be like to lose a child and to lose a child in such a horrible way. And Father, uh, it's devastating. And we pray for Deanna today. And we ask you, Lord, to touch her and bless her and keep your hand upon her, Lord. And all these prayer ambassadors, all these five minuters are going to pray for Deanna today and ask for peace and comfort. And Lord, I just ask you to bless John and all the others that let people know about these broadcasts, trying to help them and minister. And uh, Lord, we just ask your blessings upon these soul winners like John and Tammy and Haley and Sister Haney and all the others, Stanley, all the others that want to win souls to God. We just ask you to bless today in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Amen. Folks, I'm so happy that you have joined us today. And if you just coming on late, please come back and uh, and watch our five-minute sermons. I see names popping up and and uh, some of you have just come on and you've missed it. But uh, go back and listen to it. And we're so thankful for all of you. And we will see you tonight at 8 p.m. for our Intercessors Unlimited and God bless you today, and uh, and we'll see you tomorrow morning also for our five, Sunny Kathy's five-minute sermon. I love you all. God bless. Bye-bye.